everybody. Welcome to episode 52 of the Fill My Heart podcast. I'm Drew Rapture. I'm Parker Newman, and that song was Money by the Drums. I think the worst part about pick, <laughs> you picking the songs, and this is not even a complaint about the songs, it's that I have to sit here while a grown man air guitars next to me. <laughs> Every single time you pick the song, you just that, sit there and like strum like you're a goddamn beach boy. That's actually... <laughs> like, like, uh, to be fair, that was air bass, and I had to, <laughs> I had to pick. But. <laughs> Every time I pick a rap song, I'm going to start holding the mic like this <laughs> and make you watch me as I sing the lyrics. Well, there, there's a reason, though, why we picked that song today. And, uh, yeah, today is the 26th of December. We're recording this. Yes, but you know what that means, guys. It Tell is him, Parker. four days after Hanukkah began. <laughs> <laughs> it's day five after Hanukkah. Or of Hanukkah I'm not right? good at math. <laughs> it started on the 22nd. So the 22nd, the 23rd, the 24th, the 25th, the Fuck. 26th. Yeah, it's <laughs> okay. day five. But if you, to be fair, 26 subtracted by, or 22 subtracted by 26. Fuck. You know, I mean, it's yeah. four. Yeah, but that's not how days work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> With days, you got to count the one you're starting from because just, that's day one. I wanted the ninth present. What can I say? <laughs> um, yeah, so we're, we're going to do a Hanukkah episode to acknowledge both of our roots. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what, Drew? If you don't love me at my Baruch Atah Adonai, you don't deserve me at my Alehenu Melakalam. <laughs> What does that mean? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Something about God. (laughs) Wait, is that a real Hanukkah saying? Yeah, yeah. That's it's uh, Baruch Atah Adonai Aleheinu Melech Halom Asher Kidshanu Bamislotaf. Then it's um, Vitzivanu Lahadligner. This sounds like a Borat bit. (laughs) (laughs) My wife. (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, I was going to ask you, though, isn't Hanukkah like not even the biggest Jewish holiday? No, it's totally not. That's something I'm learning like as a 24 year old like that. Isn't Passover way bigger? Yeah, totally. That Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah, you know, that's like... You guys get some big holidays, dude. Yeah, I guess. If they're all bigger than Hanukkah? Yeah. Well, Hanukkah, like, that's the thing, though, is that Hanukkah isn't even in the Torah or the Jewish Bible. It's in the Apocrypha, which is like not... So it's literally not in either the biggest books. Like, you oh, know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, like it's not in the Bible. So yeah, why would it be like a big holiday? You know, it happened like after all that Jew shit. So like, <laughs> so Hanukkah happened during like, like it corresponded with the new Testament basically. Like, um, no, it's like uh between though, I think. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That big gap that the Bible just kind of leaves out. <laughs> yeah. No, the Apocrypha though is like a, it's basically a, like books that like the church was like ah this is people aren't going you know yeah well it's just it it coincides with christmas so i think that it kind of just gets grouped in but that's so crazy though like that i mean this is not a a platform i necessarily want to be running on but (laughs) like the whole happy holidays thing like if it's not even a big holiday it'd be like if you were like Hey, uh, you know, like Merry Christmas. Well, don't forget today's also National Ice Cream Day. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like not a big holiday. So why do people care so much? Yeah, it's not. I don't know. Honestly, I feel like people don't too much on that side. Yeah. I mean, it's more just I think if you're like super orthodox, it's just kind of like annoying. But yeah, I feel like most of like the arrows coming from like a it's Merry Christmas. Like, you know, Yeah, that's true. It is definitely. And maybe that the happy holidays thing just gets blown out of proportion so much just 
in in fight of like the remember when Fox News used to run that graphic the war on Christmas all the time yeah it's so great yeah I'm happy that war's over um, yeah. I'm so happy that Thank we're not God. fighting that war bring the boys back home that's what I say <laughs> yeah. bring them <laughs> yeah. we put too many boots on the ground out in, in the Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I say give them presents over there so they don't give us presents here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The war on Christmas uh, uh, disproportionately put uh, blacks and Latinos in prison. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah dude, was, that show Narcos <laughs> is about the war on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, the war on Christmas is the reason cartels have grown to power in Latin America. And I'm not going to I'm not going to stop talking about this until people start listening. Totally. Pablo Escobar's last words were Feliz Navidad. <laughs> actually. <laughs> My least favorite part about the war on Christmas was its birth of Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> The jumpsuit's just like a thin outfit. Ho, 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 you know intel about our agents. <laughs> Dude, Santa Claus waterboarding people. <laughs> Enough with these fucking reindeer games. <laughs> Tell me what you know. <laughs> oh, uh, well, dude, that does bring up. I put it on my Instagram story. I don't know if you saw it, but my dude, my grandma is so fucking obsessed with Fox News. Yeah, it it's terrifying. Really, dude, it's like it's a scary amount. So <laughs> on Christmas Day, uh, we were watching like there was a football game on TV, which it was a it was the Hawaii Bowl. It was oh, BYU okay. versus Hawaii. It's not a big football game, but it's football, and yeah. everyone likes football, and so just put it on the TV. As soon as everyone stood up to go eat, mm-hmm. my grandma immediately puts it on Fox News. Jesus Christ. Now, here's what's important to remember. Mm-hmm. It was the Laura Ingram angle or whatever the show's called, right? Yeah, yeah. Laura Ingram is not working on Christmas Day. This is not a live episode of the Laura oh, Ingram really? show. Oh, really? What? This is a goddamn rerun. A rerun? That my, my Oma is watching on Christmas, making everyone in the house watch fucking fox news reruns it's not even news yeah that's it's weird. like a and dude, rerun and the, of the news and then like they're talking about like the prices of living in california yeah and i'm like what and then so i take the remote back i start watching shark tank <laughs> i'm like this yeah. is a good buffer enough of this capitalism let's watch <laughs> this capitalism <laughs> that's a good buffer show you know it's a good totally. it's like bar rescue where you don't even really have to pay attention you can yeah. just put it on and then not 10 minutes later, dude. Back on Fox News. This time, volume all the way down, no subtitles. What? She's just... Dude, it's like a child watching Sesame Street. <laughs> it's just colors God. moving in front of her face, and she yeah. is fixated. Dude, Jesus. it is... It's fucking crazy. That's, it's like... it, Dude, it's the most haunting shit. It's the most 1984 shit <laughs> I've ever seen. I was like, what the fuck? You can't hear what they're saying. Yeah. You have no idea what they're talking about. She's like, I can read Laura Ingram's lips. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she's just sitting there like, I will vote for Donald Trump. We're like, you're not even a legal citizen, Oma. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's your Oma? Yeah, she That's can't scary. vote. Yeah, <laughs> That's she, fucking yeah, scary. She, oh, dude. Yeah, I know. Fool me once, right? <laughs> My yeah. dad's, uh, yeah, he's. I don't know. I, I went over the other day and he was watching Fox News. It's weird because my dad does that. And then my mom like always is watching MSNBC. Like it's yeah. insane. Well, that's and that is an important thing for me to say is I'm she's more than welcome to watch Fox News. Yeah. 
I, I have no problem with people getting their information how they get their information. I have a problem with people blindly believing everything they're told. I think that's an issue. But getting your information is just what people have to do. And then you're, it's yeah. your job to discern, you know, fact from rea- uh, you know, fact from fiction, True. Uh, opinion from news, you know, that kind of shit. But the thing that's scary, dude, is my Oma started watching Fox News pretty much the day it came on the air in the 90s and hasn't stopped. Oh, my God. She wa- she spends pretty much every waking minute of her day watching Fox News. Yeah. She'll switch over at like 6 o'clock for the local news, but then right back to Fox <laughs> News after. Dude, it's crazy. It's oh it's God. insane. And like the shit that just ends up coming out of her mouth is the best part because she'll just like – I remember years ago – she came over to my house and she's like, yeah, you know, it was when Greece was going through their whole economic collapse. <laughs> I was thinking of the musical Greece. <laughs> <laughs> it's when Greece hit its resurgence and the she came GDP over. The is fuck, fuck, Leather fuck, jacket, fuck, fuck, hair fuck. slicked back. And I'm like, Oma, what are you doing? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it was when Greece was having their economic collapse and she comes in and she goes, you know, if Barack Obama could have it his way, gas would be $11 a gallon. <laughs> And I just, I'm like, do you believe that? Like, do you really believe that a man who is trying to make himself popular amongst the population would want gas three and a half times as expensive as it is right now? I'm like, who, why would you believe that? I'm like, wherever (laughs) you heard that is blatantly lying to your face. It's so, dude, it's just so outrageous. And it just, (laughs) you're just like... Everything she says, you're just like, geez, it, everything is has the potential for a rabbit hole. That's yeah. the scariest part about talking to her. Totally. You know? That's very, I don't know, man. It's weird that news like has opinions like with right. it. You well, know yeah, what I, mean? I mean, it's less news and just more opinion. Yeah, totally. I mean, it used to be like, you know, like I guess Walter Cronkite or whatever. Like this is what happened. It's like super fucking yeah. boring. Like I get my sh- news from like you know i normally watch like secular talk on youtube yeah it's, but it's like i know it's a lot of opinion shit but mm-hmm. like the thing with like fox msnbc they always just kind of like mesh in their fucking opinions with it like right you don't really know or they'll bring on two talking heads to give contradicting opinions yeah but the audience is drawn immediately to one of the opinion. Yeah, haters. totally. And so, like, there's no like, okay, here are the facts. How do you feel about? Yeah, the like facts? if if Fox News, you know, Sean Hannity brings on Ann Coulter and, uh, you know, a professor of liberal studies at Cal Berkeley. Yeah, the Fox <laughs> News crowd is going to gravitate towards Ann Coulter and yeah. never give, you know, the professor the the time of day to even take their opinion seriously it's it's bananas but now we're getting down a hole i, mm-hmm. I mean i know this is a hanukkah episode but we don't have to talk about the news media forever uh, <laughs> um, fair enough no i was gonna say though um i know that we do have a couple listeners in other countries that have reached you know have reached out to us before if is this how the news works in everyone's country like that's just what i'm curious about because like i know the bbc we, in America, we are yeah. tend to le- are led to believe that it is a little bit more fair and balanced. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I saw, but I don't know if that's really true. Well, I saw this clip of like uh, Ben Sh- is like Ben Shapiro gets destroyed by this guy, and he fucking did. But like, yeah, apparently the guy though, like he totally like destroyed him. But the guy was actually like super conservative mm-hmm. that destroyed him. Yeah, but it's just that news is different. Like he was 
Yeah, he was more like fact. It was when he was asking him about the trans stuff, right? And Ben Shapiro walked off. Is that the one you're talking about? Um, Because Ben Shapiro recently walked off an interview on BBC. Really? Like within a couple months. It's a while ago. I don't think it's about. It might have. The guy oh, was yeah, yeah, it was the guy actually. Was pushing him, like, why do you care about what people are called? Yeah. And then Ben Shapiro, like, bailed out of it. But anyway, um, this is, we're strained from the course. How's your week going? It's okay. I uh, I kind of, um, it was weird. I, I, comedy spot was weird Monday. Mm-hmm. Was it for you, too? It seemed like it. Um, Everyone seemed to be kind of struggling a little bit. Yeah, no, it was a weird, it was just a weird mic. I, I did... Like tested material worked and like newer stuff didn't, which is always it's just the most discouraging way for an open mic to go because <laughs> you're like fuck. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I believe in this new stuff I'm doing, so I'm just trying to keep pushing it. Nice. Yeah, yeah I have a couple new things finally. Uh, but yeah, it's funny because like I just like went off the rails and I started. I started. Uh, I I forgot why, but I kept saying like, "Who's Kwanzaa?" Who is Kwanzaa? Who is this guy? Like, I don't know how it derailed into that. What? <laughs> yeah, I can't because I think uh, I'm like, I started like talking about holidays. And I said like, I honestly don't know what Kwanzaa is. I'm a bad ally. And then like, and then everyone like, it probably wasn't that, but it, it felt very judgmental in the air. Yeah. So I'm like. What you guys don't know what it is, <laughs> and then like I point at people I've, like you. What what's Kwanzaa? And then uh, I was literally thinking I I don't know a single person who celebrates Kwanzaa. I've yeah. never I've mm-hmm. never met one that identifies yeah. as celebrating or who Kwanzaa. he is. Like let me who is this Kwanzaa guy? Like is this me. what you're dying on today? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're just gonna keep doing this. Who is Kwanzaa? who is it? <laughs> who is it? Just keep screaming into the microphone. <laughs> hey Drew, stop the clip for a second. Who is Kwanzaa? <laughs> um, I mean, we can we can do the research on that on a later episode. Maybe we'll do a Kwanzaa special next year. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, <laughs> other than that, um, not much is going on. This uh, girl hit me up mm-hmm. after a while, mm-hmm. uh, so that was good. Things <laughs> things progressed in that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. So that's good. Because uh, it's kind of like I needed that. Like, you ever just have like a shitty couple weeks? Never. Months, years, <laughs> whole life. Like, you know? Decades. Yeah, decades. <laughs> Existence as a whole. And you just need something to... Yeah, yeah wash yeah. it away. I yeah. get you. Yeah, How are yeah. you doing? I, I don't know. I had a, I had a weird week just emotionally i don't know christmas always feels very anticlimactic yeah it's just like starting to for sure yeah it's just like a it's like everyone makes such a huge fucking deal out of it and then it's like four hours mm-hmm. and then it just ends and you're like oh i don't know it just doesn't it doesn't do anything for me um but uh no it was cool I, it, you know i'm things are going good in the the dating life um things are like surprisingly good to the yeah. point where um, that anxiety of like you're an <laughs> imposter is popping up. So I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, where you just, that. you just wake up well, every morning and you're like, she doesn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason for her to like you. She must be after my lack of money and lack of, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also like, Oh, things are going well. Like what's wrong? Like what's about to happen? Right. You know? Well, and like, you know, she's a, she's a comic as well. So then there's this added, like, Oh God! If if I fuck this up, then things go to shit for me all around. And she's yeah. she's much too mature to let that happen. But 
you know that the brain doesn't give a fuck the brain does what the brain does yeah. so that's um, why some people say not to take comics <laughs> yeah no some I know. of those people being true at you, but <laughs> well look sometimes <laughs> we're wrong <laughs> sometimes people are wrong <laughs> what is this fox news i'm not allowed to flip-flop my opinions occasionally no you're right and i shouldn't like I should say that. Like, yeah, I was a big proponent of never dating comics. And then a fucking cool comic came in my life. And yeah, I, I, there's nothing. <laughs> I, I hate myself as much as you probably hate me for saying it for so long. But, like, <laughs> but uh, no, like, you know, but it, it's great because we understand each other much more than I could have ever gave credit to if I'd never dated a comic. Like, we have like a very strong. We never talk about our sets. Really? We never. Never, ever. Like, maybe we'll help tag up a joke, but it's never after something. Yeah. It's never after a mic or a show. Like, it's always like, hey, what do you think of this premise I thought of today or something like that? Mm-hmm. And then we'll help each other there. But it's never like, um, it's never, it's never like, we're, we're never adding to the anxieties of comedy, which is great and which yeah. is helpful. But the one thing I was going to say. Um, <laughs> if I bomb tonight, we're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> But the one thing that I will say that is hilarious is that a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, I talked about my mom and I had a lot of people reach out and it was really supportive and helpful and uh, made me feel less alone in it. But the thing I did not think about was that opening ourselves up for availability means that when I talk about not coming... <laughs> That people are also going to reach out to me about yeah, that. True. <laughs> so like I had like a couple DMs come in where it's like, hey man, also one time I couldn't come. This is what I did. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, guys, I appreciate it, but nice. Jesus Christ, this is not helping my anxieties about it. <laughs> like everyone else being like, dude, all you gotta do is you gotta pinch your own nipples to come. <laughs> not specifically that, but oh, you know okay. what I mean? Like I everyone's see that being But you know how thing. everyone's got a remedy? Like you're, every, a remedy. you know when you get sick <laughs> yeah. and your aunt's like, All you gotta do is you gotta eat an entire lemon whole, like it's an apple. <laughs> And your aunt's like, all you gotta do is pinch your nipples and then you'll come. (laughs) You just gotta come out that fever. (laughs) Come out. It's all the bacteria. (laughs) Just go in a steam room and masturbate. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, that was funny. I was just like, I was sitting with her and we were just sitting there and I get a message from someone that's like, Hey man, just listen to the podcast. Here's a way you can help yourself come. And I'm like, see, I should should never open this can of worms. I have the opposite problem where I come too quick most of the time. Yeah. I don't know. How do you, how do we find a middle ground? (laughs) (laughs) We're doing peace talks. How do we solve it? Is there a two state? This is, this went from fill my heart to the demilitarized zone. (laughs) 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 Uh, I don't know. I I have no tips when it comes to sex. I'm just. I'm making it up as I go along for the most yeah. part. I don't know. I, the the advice I got for coming too fast is like focus on her more. Like if you're thinking about your own body. No. Well, well then maybe they're Am wrong. I? No. I don't know. Just think about like pleasuring her more. Oh, yeah. And then that'll like make it so you're not thinking about your own dick. I don't know. That's but just what someone told me like, one time. I think more like, oh, I can't come. That's going to like, you know. Yeah. It's maybe. way too soon. I don't so know. Maybe that's thinking about me. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, do you want to get in today's episode? Yeah. Why we? Uh, so we came. We're obviously doing a, yeah. a <laughs> Hanukkah. Hanukkah episode. Yeah. Uh, this this podcast or this episode of Doctor Phil's season seventeen episode ten. My wife is married to another man and now has a new boyfriend. Now, initially, you all are going to be very confused as to what this has to do with Hanukkah, and I wish I could sit here and tell you that it makes itself painfully clear, but it is. <laughs> 
it is so subtle that Parker will have to stop us in the middle of the episode and tell us what it has to do well, with Hanukkah. Literally, I th- no, don't say it. Don't say it right now. No, I I'm to- just saying until clip four. I don't think. It yeah, is. no, that's that's why it's hilarious. Is there's no attachment to Hanukkah. All right. I didn't uh, watch. I didn't watch them in order though. So like that's why it seemed like oh. It's Parker good Parker hit me up. He's like, hey, do you want to do a Hanukkah episode? I have a really good episode. And then he made the playlist <laughs> and sent it to me. And I messaged him all. What the fuck does this have to do with Hanukkah? In fairness, it's a pretty good episode. It's a really good episode. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not disparaging the episode at all. Uh, let's watch. Man claims wife is a quote liar, manipulative, and dating another man, but he wants to save the marriage. My marriage to Sally right now is in crisis. Okay, um, immediately, hate to keep going to politics. This looks like the guy who's making Brit- Britain leave the EU. Boris <laughs> <really does. laughs> Johnson. Now is in crisis. I have been living in hell for the past 12 years. You said you sold some guy's mouth shut. You are the biggest liar I've I ever met in my life. I swear on my mother's You could grave. lie to Satan. And convince no. him something that was Charles, blue you know was red. <laughs> you can lie to Satan. Yeah, dude, but that's so funny. Like that's <laughs> such an additional detail. Like when he said you could lie to Satan, yeah. we all got what he was saying. And then he's like, "You could lie to Satan and say that an item that is blue is red." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, no, we got it. <laughs> I think it meant more like you can sell ice to an Indian yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, ice to an or yeah, but. Um, <laughs> But that is, but like lie to Satan is not like a, yeah, is not a a foreign concept. We all get that Satan is the best liar in history, according to the Bible. But just to like add, (laughs) like just just to be like bickering with Satan, no, it's blue. You're like, all right, (laughs) Satan's. Satan's just like, I don't know, but at Trader Joe's, these are so much less. Are these oranges? I don't care. <laughs> Sally's trying to find a way out of our relationship, and I'm trying to find a way to hold it together. I've left Charles 19 times, and That's he would. A lot. That is insane. Damn. 19 is... times? Yeah. Dude, I mean. She's bad at leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <And that> is, <laughs> how did you. Jesus. Take any situation and exploit it to keep me. How many? How many times. How do you not for lose count? Yeah, totally. Or do, do you think she was like doing tally marks? <laughs> like she was like counting days in prison? Yeah. Or do you think or do you think that she like was recounting after they asked her and she's like, Well, there was that one time she's like just had all the dates memorized, January eleventh, March fifteenth. Yeah. She just like leaves, slams the door, she opens it back up. Wait, what number is this? Fifteen. <laughs> she's all eighteen times. This is the last one. <laughs> With him. I'm being victimized. I feel like I'm being manipulated and used just to keep her stable in her life. I, I'm just tired of her filibuster. It's all she does. Filibuster. She will not. <laughs> He's like, all she does is legislate yeah. and and speaker of the house and <laughs> not stopping. Every time I we try to talk to you, we fight a lot about Obamacare. Interrupts with her version of the truth. If I had to rate my marriage on a scale from one to ten, I would say a negative three. I would give my marriage right now a two or a three. Oh, he's all. She still sucks my dick, which is pretty cool of her. <laughs> so I'm gonna give it a two. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a six point difference. <laughs> negative two. Yeah, it's a big spread when you're talking yeah. about one through ten. <laughs> he's been very abusive from the beginning, choking me once. He literally dumped me on the freeway, and I crossed. All eight lanes. To- 
<laughs> why? Eight lanes? Why? Why would you cross all eight yeah, lanes? She just gets to the other side and goes, shit, I did not think about this. The exit. <laughs> she's like, oh, Fuck. shit. Fuck. Okay, well, that. I dropped my hat. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, well, that killed some time. Now what do I do? <laughs> I'm like, look, I played Subway Surfer. I thought it'd be a lot of kind of like that. To get away from him. I feel like I'm living with the Gestapo watching over me. What is up with all of these weird political references? Yeah, there's so many. By the Basic. way, uh, she looks kind of like Fran's cross-dresser. <laughs> he psychologically controls me. I feel like a pawn in a chess game, and it feels disgusting. So political. Yeah, or what if, what if he just does the more details thing? I feel like a pawn in a chess game, only being able to move one space at a time. Unless it's to take over another one, then I can move diagonally. And then my first move, I can move two I can move two, two up, on my actually. first. I can do that on my first move, but only on my first move. Yeah, can't I move. Back. <laughs> it's not all truth. But she comes across as, I'm an angel. I tell the truth. I'm not an Charles angel. Charles is a liar. I'm not an angel. Charles is the no. reason that everybody drinks and everybody has problems. <laughs> Charles, yeah. Charles is responsible for the Armenian genocide. Charles is gay because of one thing he did in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you seen, remember in that episode of Family Guy where Peter shits his pants at work? Yes. And that, that's exactly what he's doing right now where he's like, and who else thinks that <laughs> who else thinks that ducks are magic and only Peter's hand goes up? Charles is a was I responsible for the Oklahoma City bombing? <laughs> a little. <laughs> so great. Drama queen. He thrives on attention. I feel like I'm having a heart attack from all the pain and stress that um, she's putting. It's actually pronounced a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Much to my chagrin, Sally is dating another man, and it makes me physically... <laughs> Why did he have to let us know he wasn't happy about that? Yeah, <laughs> we could have yeah. inferred that. And I'm pretty chill about it. Yeah. <laughs> if I get, Much if to uh, my apathy, actually. I have no feelings towards it. My heart has been taken out of my chest and being crushed right in front of me. She acts like I don't even exist. Say what you will about this guy. He is a wordsmith. He is. I mean, he is putting he's putting this, like fear into me. I'm like, man. Yeah. Exist. We just wanted an episode with Morrissey on it, honestly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ooh, not not, not a guy who's a fan of Hanukkah. Let me say that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I left my girlfriend on the freeway. <laughs> Don't want this anymore. I'm done with Charles. Okay. Now you say that so could someone do a smash cut of every time Dr. Phil goes, okay, now <laughs> <laughs> he does that every single time they come back from a clip, I think. And maybe we're naive for just picking up on this, but this, once you hear it, you'll never be able to unhear it. Just listen. Okay. Now, <laughs> dude, he does that so much. I thought you, you were going to say, uh, edit, excuse sorry. You're good. Uh, edit a clip. Uh, words because he just said you say, and then someone goes, I only hear what I want to <laughs> <laughs> say that Sally is mean, manipulative, this horrible person, and you say you want out 12 years. I want out. Okay, so this could be the shortest interview I've ever done. <laughs> so, bye, except with that <laughs> murder because he had to go back. <laughs> okay, I take it back. He doesn't look like Boris Johnson, he looks like a cartoon drunk. 
<laughs> he looks like Barney from The Simpsons. Like that's, <laughs> he kind of does. That's yeah, exactly what he looks like. <laughs> I mean, really, I love problem her. solved. And why, I, would, I, why, why would you want to keep somebody that is all the things you just said in that tape? Because I've, I'm full of mistakes myself, but I'm willing to admit that I have psychological issues and problems, and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to fix them. He claims he's a complete wreck. Dr. Phil. Oh, you know what, dude? This guy was on, they were on the, the 3000th episode. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we should pull that clip in a second. I'm in an ambulance right now. My chest hurts. Because of his wife. Aren't you still married with somebody else? Yes, I am. She's also dating someone else. The other man is here. The oh, we were just watching the episode recap now. This is stupid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, you- I didn't catch on to that. Uh, let's watch the next clip. You grabbed me by my jacket and you dragged me, says woman who claims husband tried to run her. I'm assuming the next word is over. You want to keep somebody that is all the things you just said in that tape. Because I've, I'm full of mistakes myself, but I'm willing to admit that I have psychological issues and problems, and I'm willing to do whatever it Ooh, takes to the, fix them. The I know, <laughs> dude. I, Dr. Phil's <laughs> team. I mean, they, they, they let chimpanzees do it. There's no yeah. other way to convince me. Yeah. Those are not mistakes. I, lo- I feel like it, not- it probably was just Dr. Phil who went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I used Garage Band just before. Got, I, can I can just imagine him with out. glasses at the bottom of his nose going, <laughs> okay, now, I'm movie now. That sounds like it might Windows work. Windows Movie Maker. <laughs> I got Crop, clip, and Crop upload. Clip. You did it again, Phil. <laughs> it just You weren't <laughs> wrong for firing that PA for getting your coffee order wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Not a mistake. That's something that's deliberate. That's like attempted murder. I think we missed something to, important. What? What happened? Um, the choking part. No, she said he chokes. Me. Oh, okay. Something that's deliberate. That's I didn't like attempted deliberately murder. Try to kill you. That's it. I didn't deliberately <laughs> try to kill I you. I wasn't trying. It wasn't an intentional attempted murder per se. It was an accidental yeah. manslaughter attempt. Does that make sense? I was. I was trying to over. Dude, look. I mean, she is as dumbfounded as she should be. By the way, checking out that left ring on I, old, old fatty here. That is a <laughs> that is a nice rock she's got on her finger there. Good for her. Man, clean yeah. up. Well, if he's just, he's like, I wasn't trying to kill you. I just, I found your lack of faith disturbing. Like <laughs> that was the big thing. <laughs> yeah. for, how are you measuring my and neck? What were you doing? Measuring your neck. Yeah, it was unfortunately bigger than two handfuls. <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding no i'm not kidding i'm really frustrated with the way you think of it so and the way he, <laughs> dude he talks like zach galifianakis <laughs> yeah, he's so <laughs> his, he's got listen to his his diction it sounds like zach galifianakis what are you doing are you kidding no i'm not kidding i'm really frustrated with the way you think of it so and the way you treat it <laughs> it totally sounds like fucking Zach Galifianakis on Between Two Ferns. That's yeah. hilarious. Dude, but I mean, that's what a piece of shit. Like, I don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, this guy's I garbage. Yeah. We shouldn't be surprised insane. by that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, just like, I don't like your reaction to me choking you. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? She's supposed to think of it. Were you choking her? Yes, I was choking Almost her. And I was trying to have. It was a power struggle to. Because I was. <laughs> yeah, no, we. 
He's all, let me be clear. It was more about power than anything. Yeah. <laughs> you ever had a dog and you have to alpha it? Yeah. It, <laughs> I was I was out of my mind. I was, I, I wanted her to, to never do that to me again, which she caused me I to do? feel. What did I do? Because I tried to leave you. Burn dinner. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> she left the light on in the bathroom. <laughs> she knows I don't like that. Talk. Or she turned off the light. There's ghosts in there. Yeah. I don't appreciate what that. What if it's something even stupider? Like, okay, so... I always park on the left side of the driveway, right? Now, hear me out. Hear me out. She knows I park on the left side, and she parks on the left side. So I come into the house, and I start laying it on her real good. It's like a Seinfeldish issue, yeah, but yeah. with yeah. domestic violence. Yeah. I, I need to just stop with this and talk about your choking her doing a power struggle. <clears throat> yeah, I did it. Um, I, I did it. it. And I won the power yeah. struggle. <laughs> Dr. Phil's like, oh, you did? Okay, well, that's all I wanted to talk about. <laughs> because you seem to be justifying it. No. And I need to be very clear about something before we go another step. Yes, sir. There is no time, no theory, no justification under which a man should ever put his hands on a woman in anger. Period. Paragraph. No exception. No reason. No, you're right. Okay, but what if, yeah. what if she didn't... He's all anger. No, 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 no. I yeah. said frustration. <laughs> no, 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 no. I would never hit her out of anger. <laughs> what if she didn't wash the mirror after she brought <laughs> yeah. her teeth? Like, yeah. what about... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Doc, and let's get candid here. They get mad at us when we leave the toilet seat up. I'm just saying, why don't you put it down? <laughs> <laughs> and... If you're do and if you're doing it because you're trying to get her to submit and you're angry and you're yelling, then you're just a loudmouth bully trying to impose your size and your power on her, and that's not okay. Well, if he's it like you're a bully, what do you think okay? of that? Push it on the ground. Why don't you stand up and fight me, huh? <laughs> you pussy. <laughs> my wife I've is, is my to wife her. is one of the most foremost ambassadors against domestic violence. God, what a fucking pretentious thing for a fucking man to say. <laughs> she is one of the foremost ambassadors. Ambassador. Who fucking measures <laughs> charity work like that? My wife's one of the top three. I'll, I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> she is the president of as not beating your wife. <laughs> as far as people who are against uh, women being uh, assaulted by men, it's Malala, that girl who got shot in the face. <laughs> it's the the Buttafuco lady, <laughs> Amy Fisher. <laughs> and then it's uh, my wife. So <laughs> She's the CEO of Not Punch and Women. <laughs> she started a foundation called Punch. It's people under... <laughs> people under not controlled... Uh, <laughs> I can't think. I'm not going to act. In the country oh, today, hard. and she's sitting out there right now. I can see steam coming out of her ears because you talked she's about. she's on her period. <laughs> <laughs> it like it was just a, yeah. a normal, uh, uh, just a normal exchange. What, what do you hear when you hear him say that? Oh, I'm, I'm, I can't believe it. I'm in shock. She's, she's like, if I wasn't dressed like Blade, I'd come over there. And <laughs> I'd come over there and murder him. She's like, I'm so pissed off. If I were a man and he were a woman, I'd beat the shit out of him. <laughs> because she's having to remind you of it, and she's having to go over and over and over and tell you why you did it, and you're admitting it as if it was nothing. 
That's not how I feel about it at all. And no, no disrespect to your wife. I just, <laughs> no, just look. I'm not going to go over there and hit her. What you guys do is your yeah. business. But look, my hands are full. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it fell. And let me say this: it is amazing that with how wrong she is, you've never hit her. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. It's fine. She's like three freeways away from me right now. <laughs> it's whatever. It's really. No, you damn sure don't want to do that. No, I damn sure don't want to do that. It's right. But I, I just, I, I think what I did is horrendous. It is disgusting. Okay, the Chiron says Charles says he is treated like... Says he is treated like a, quote, invisible fat pig by his wife. I think Dude, he, those he's are treated like a visible fat thing. <laughs> Dude, this guy is so fucking dramatic. He is. I love it so much. That's why I call him Well, and I wish I didn't do it, but I was caught up in the moment of my own psychological well, weakness and the vulnerabilities. Okay, there's the problem. You just said I shouldn't have done it. It was despicable. It was disgusting. But, but means forget what I just said. I'm now going to tell you what I really mean. And what you really mean is I was caught up in the moment, therefore it's okay. There is no but. You should have put a Period, right there. It was disgusting, and, and I should not have done it. Period. I lost my... If that sentence gets a period, Dr. Phil, I'm inclined to choke it. So <laughs> <laughs> I got to keep that thing running just so I don't get angry. Mind. No, but you did it again because then you Did you throw me... her out of the car on the highway? Yep, on the freeway. I stopped on, the car. On the freeway. The... Was well, not a highway. I, <laughs> I told her I was going to take the car to go get gas. <laughs> <laughs> over. On the highway and I pulled... Eight lanes. I pulled over and I, I came over and I pulled her out you of the car. You didn't come over. You, you, gra you grabbed me by my jacket and you dragged me out. I said, no, well, here's the thing. I said, I don't need the carpool lane anymore. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> said, I think I'd get better gas mileage if you were on the side of the road. Like a scene from a movie. If you cannot be together without being violent, then you have to split up before dark today. Maybe you should anyway, before but dark. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, if this is part of this relationship, you need to take a different flight to a different home and do not leave with this man exactly. if you cannot know that he's not going to aggress against you physically. Exactly. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Dr. Phil, I've yeah, absolutely no stopped being physically. Dude, uh, okay, and also kind of fuck her a little bit. I know that victims of violence often don't think in the right place. <clears throat> but she said that she's left him 19 times. Yeah. And then Dr. Phil's like, you should leave. And she's all, exactly, yeah, right? Exactly. It's like, like, no, no you, leave him. You've Idiot, done it, like and then you keep <laughs> going back. And like... I, like I said, I get that victims of violence are yeah. oftentimes kind of, uh, you know, Stockholmed into. Totally. But, but like at the you same fucking, time, you know, you know well enough nineteen times that it's not working. Yeah, it's like you can't then have people feel sorry for you when you won't. Like if you literally can't get out of that situation, yes. it's different. But if you can, then people should be able to call you a fucking idiot when you're being yeah. a fucking idiot. Right, yeah, when you've done it 19 times. Yeah. Well, really yeah. aggressive against her. And those were the only two times. And see, it sounds like you're justification. You're not even supposed to be in my home. I've left you 19 times. What are you and 19 about? times you have sabotaged. You keep me you there to help pay the rent. Isolating me from Ooh. my family. You don't. <laughs> Can I do? Can I make one critique that might not be fair? Yeah. Her lipstick, like, so doesn't match the color of her shirt and fingernails. It's distracting <laughs> as shit, dude. dude. She's got like she's got like hot red, uh, like a shirt and and fingernails are painted yeah. like hot red, like cherry red. Yeah. And then her lipstick is like fiery magenta. Yeah, dude, it's true. shit. 
Yeah, a darker color would be better, probably. Yeah, way better. Don't get Dr. Phil does some makeup, too. (laughs) He's all, man, I really am saving a lot of money. He's all, all, put on this lip gloss, you (laughs) idiot. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to put blush on your chin. He's all, and for you, dum-dum, I'm going to go... Red tie, blue sh- shirt, black suit. How about that? <laughs> from my university, from my friends, from my kids. Robin, what's the number one tool of an abuser? Isolation. She's a hammer. Oh, <laughs> sorry. She's like uh, two hands, actually. If you're Fists. tried and true. Oh, did you mean emotionally? <laughs> sorry. To hook, hook, yeah. <laughs> hook, hook, jab uh, straight. Yeah. That is uh, actually the number one tool of an abuser is whatever they use to do roofing. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. From family, from yeah. friends, coworkers. It's actually a Everyone she knows and yeah. depends on, relies on, isolation. Okay, I'm an abuser. <laughs> you want you want me to say it? you want me to, you want to break me down? Just, I'm an abuser. He just elbows Doctor Figgles. Abuser. I barely know her. I'm joking, buddy. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't agree with being an abuser. I'm accepting that I'm an abuser. Here. Dude, this guy. Dude, I figured it out. I hate to go political again. He's t- he's Rob Ford, the mayor of Toronto <laughs> that yeah, was doing yeah, crack. Bro. That's who this guy is. That's a good point. R.I.P. By the way, you need to calm down and approach this. Kind of like Lewis Black, though. Yeah, he does. Different way. If you're trying to be possessive and isolate her because you're threatened by other people being around, that level of control can get to the point of being abusive. You don't want to do that. I know that I'm sick that way, and I and I. Oh damn, that's a pretty dope way to say that. I know that I'm sick that way, baby. I'm sick that way. And I do that because I, my life, that's all I know, Dr. Phil. I mean, dude, Jesus Christ. I know. I love it. Dude, this guy would be laughed out of an audition if he started doing this. <laughs> I'm sick in the head, Dr. Phil. I mean, what? Two mice fall in a bucket of cream. He just starts doing walking. <laughs> And in, in the middle of that elevator, do you hear this? Like, <laughs> he just starts doing death yeah. of a salesman. Yeah. I stopped in the middle of the building <laughs> and I saw the sky. I saw the things that I, I love in this world, not my wife. Um, that is, fuck that fat pig. Everyone just stands up. He's all, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I don't like, that's all I know. And, 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 and so I treat everybody I've pretty much dated that way. Yeah. And I want help and I never get it. Well, that's why you're here, right? Yes, sir. That's why you're here. That's why I'm, I'm here because I wrote you because I want help. Yeah, and you, you wrote because you want help, and so the help has begun. The help has begun. <laughs> Dude, that is sick merch. Tell me that. <laughs> tell me 1993, that's not on the back of a Metallica shirt. The help has begun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, James, we have two <laughs> names for the album. We can go with Kill Em All or Help Has Begun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's do the next video. You do what I call catastrophizing, Dr. Phil tells, tells God. You say that he's very I dramatic. Do? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah, oh, God damn it. This is worse than the Holocaust. It really is. <laughs> very dramatic. All right. And... I actually think that this goes beyond dramatic. You do what I call catastrophizing. Right. Now, did I make up that word 
30 minutes before the show started? Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> but I do call it that now, and I'm going to keep calling it that. Do you know what catastrophizing is? I just like cats. That's <laughs> what I picked. Make a catastrophe out of every situation? Chaos. Okay. That is exactly what that word would mean. If someone said, do you know what catastrophizing is? That's the only thing it could possibly mean. So does Dr. Phil give him any credit for getting it right? Yeah, that would be a good start. What the fuck are you talking about? That's exactly what it means. Yeah, give him some credit. Yeah, like Man. that's you should. The answer should be yep. That's exactly what that means. Yeah, and I went through He's an earbud. Gaslighting. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, though, I fucking hate how this woman uh, totally just like uh, armchair psychologist the yeah. whole episode. Yeah, she's like, she's not very good. Like either. she's like chaos doesn't mean like like it's Family Feud like chaos. Well, right. Well, and um, she's like. You know she, what she's doing is shitty. Like you can't be with some, you can't be married to someone, married to another person, and dating. So, like that's a shitty thing to do. Yeah. Marked some of the terms and phraseology you tend to use. I wrote them down for you. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, that's a big screen, and I needed wow. it to do it. And here's okay. Now he just put up. <laughs> did Did you see it? He just put up on the big screen a bunch of Charles's statements. He's going to read a lot of them, but there's only one that I definitely focus on. Now, remember, we're talking about catastrophizing. So you see some, I can't yeah. throw him to the wolves. Can I read it's some a horrible these, like, experience. Uh, yeah, but not the one I'm about to read. because no, I, I know. Is it that one? Nope. It's this one right here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, so he says, like, marriage is hell. Mm -hmm. I'm a complete wreck. And then for some reason, I just, I think, really shit on this guy's entire life. It just says, quote, only had sex once in 12 years. <laughs> oh, my God. But what is that? What is it? What about that is catastrophizing? Yeah, that's unless that's unless he's, you know, embellishing, yeah. which he might be. But unless if that's a real yeah. statement, then what's 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 wrong with saying that in terms of. But anyway, which ones are you going to read? Oh, um, I can't throw him to the walls. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely sounds like a Marcy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or my heart was taken out of my chest and crush. Yeah, totally. Here's some of the things that, that you tend to say. My heart was taken out of my chest and crushed. I'm a complete He's just wreck. like crawling in my skin. <laughs> These words I do not hear. <laughs> Marriage is hell. I have to protect everyone from it. It's so heavy. I can't throw him to the wolves. The horrible moment in my life. I feel like a whipping boy who takes beatings. I'm a pawn in a chess game. I'm treated like an invisible fat pig. Chest pains from a broken heart with Sally. <laughs> Can you imagine going to the ER just like <laughs> complaining of chest pain? Oh! Like, what like Darryl, sir, can you feel your left arm? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he just, yes, but I can't he feel won't, it he, holding on he won't to anyone. Say it until they, they take out every single option. There, I mean, it's not a heart attack. He's not having a stroke. Sir, do you have any idea what might be happening right now? <laughs> I've been broken hearted. <laughs> <laughs> Feel my hands. They haven't been touched. <laughs> Do you listen to this catastrophe? We will see sunshine and rainbows. That is a big catastrophe. <laughs> that is literally one of the quotes on there. These are dramatic, catastrophic statements. You say horrible, a horrible moment in my life. Now, I got to tell you. 
When I was doing my internship and residency, I spent some time in the children's burn unit at Parkland. Nothing funnier. <laughs> Never laughed yeah. that hard in my entire life. Okay. Where you have to work with children that have full deaf burns over 70-80% of their body. 78% of their body. That's insane. You only have 5% from this Indian burn. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. You being told that you can't go out on a date with her. That's not horrible. That's inconvenient. That's disappointing. That's not Okay, this isn't, by the way, the opposite of how therapy works. Yeah, totally. Imagine if you're fucking therapist, you're, you're telling her your issues, and she's like, I got to stop you. I once saw a man die in a car accident on the freeway. <laughs> so maybe 100. shut the fuck up. Like, that's not... Yeah, that totally. is not how fucking mental health works in yeah. the slightest. It's so dumb. Yeah, it's a shitty argument. It's also like... You know, saying he didn't, if he said it's literally worse than being a child that has burns on affecting over 78% yeah. of your body. If he said that, then okay, he said right, that. Right, yeah, yeah, if he was like, I have I feel like I've been burned on 77% of my body. And Dr. Phil said, now let me tell you, I've seen 78%. <laughs> that sucks. That sucks. Now I'm sympathizing with you because that does look painful. But like, dude, like, what is it? Like, Dr. Phil's never had a single problem. Yeah, totally. You, like you've never been horrible. You've you know? you've never been stressed out or had you know a time where you thought the show was going to get canceled. Yeah, and someone you're fucking talking to Robin about it, and she said, "Now, Phil, remember when you saw a child be burned over <laughs> seventy? Like it doesn't change the fact that yeah. what you're worried about is what you're worried what? about. Like, <laughs> how do you? Sorry, I would love to see Doctor Phil. How awkward do you think that was for him? Like, hey there, you toasted little marshmallow. It's <laughs> <laughs> just being Patch Adams. Horrible. He's like, I know a 14-year-old rapper that punched <laughs> yeah. your mom. Yeah, <laughs> Dr. Phil. They're all, Dr. Phil's here. Is Captain America? Nope, but we do have sexy vegan. <laughs> we have Mike Bear. And then the kid just <laughs> unplugs his machine. Yeah. I have life coach Mike Bear here to tell you why your cancer is just a joke. <laughs> and why you need to toughen up. I see where you're going with this. I really just am uncomfortable with it. But yes, I, you're probably right. Most likely, you are right. That's why I came here, because I believe in you. You overstate things here. I mean, you've called an ambulance a hundred times. That was to help my son. I understand. <laughs> I don't know, but I think that we should skip the rest of this clip. There's nothing in this clip that's, like, important, is there? Um, No, not really. We're going pretty long. And I also, I think that maybe you forgot a clip. Oh, no, you have it there. Okay, cool, yeah, I forgot, yeah. Um, so we're going to skip ahead to the next clip. Woman, this is where it really gets yeah. important. Woman's husband and man, she's dating meat for the yep. first time. Here comes the on Shabbat Dr. Shalom stage. <laughs> Sally and I have been dating for about two months. Sally has told me so much about her terrible relationship with Charles. He is basically a roommate in her house that thinks he's a lot more. I'm considered one of the elders. Okay, right off the bat, this lady is manipulative as shit. Yeah. Because that is not her tone about this. Like, she seems very attached to this guy. Whether it's, you know, because he's an abuser or whatnot. But she she seems to have much more of an emotional attachment True. than he's a roommate. Also, Over if you listen to, like, a quote from both of these guys and say, oh, which one's Jewish? Like, you'd probably guess wrong. <laughs> you probably would, yeah. There's the synagogue. When I first met... Oh, wait, there it was. We yeah. Sorry. 
I'm considered one of the elders of the synagogue. When yeah. I first met Sal, Dainu, we got it. That's why Parker <laughs> chose this as the Hanukkah episode. <laughs> yeah. It's because the the fucking the the mistress <laughs> <laughs> is Jewish. <laughs> that might well, be my so favorite. She. I know, but it might be my favorite thing you've ever done on this podcast. Let's <laughs> go. Let's do a Hanukkah episode. With so little connection to actual Hanukkah. Well, I mean, how many? To be, I mean, how it, many Jews good, are on? A good Dr. enough connection Phil. for you is that they're both wearing blue. <laughs> True, but the only Jews featured on on Doctor Phil are normally the lawyers. <laughs> like, that, that <laughs> you know who definitely, you know who definitely wasn't the girl who thought she was pregnant with Jesus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or maybe she was a super Jew. Probably <laughs> he was under more of the guise of a counselor. Eventually, you start talking about enough personal stuff. I'm no longer your counselor anymore. Sally cries on the phone a lot to me because something just occurred with Charles. And it's destroying her solely. My body is reacting to the yelling and the anger. I don't know how to deal with this. She is so determined, I can see now, to have Alan in her life. She just it's wants to attack Alan. me and break no. me down. Sally absolutely feels trapped by Charles. He's insane. He's dangerous. Charles certainly knows that he's got no shot with me around. I absolutely want Sally to leave Charles. He's a beast. That's not typically something. He's a beast. Yeah, that's not an insult necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> he's all. Let me what? tell you, the guy can fuck. Okay, <laughs> I've seen him lay the pipe. She sent yeah. me videos, and the guy can has stroke. Okay. Yeah, she can. But I'm nicer. <laughs> <laughs> Say what well, you want about the guy, Monster Hog. <laughs> Give him that. <laughs> in, in just a second, I'm going to have him come out, and you just ask a very legitimate question. You said, does he have to sit right next to her? Well, he's not going to sit right next to you. Is there any place on the stage you could put him other than there? Well, so, okay. Alan, come on out. So dramatic. Well, oh, look at the lady apprehensively clapping. <laughs> oh, God, I, I've never seen that before. Watch this. Watch her. <laughs> she has no idea what to do yeah. she's like do i clap for this man that's she's sleeping like, with a married woman i don't know didn't choke anyone she's all where's the applause sign he didn't it. choke anyone <laughs> alan i don't know what kind of a person oh jerry jerry what if they brought him out on a chair <laughs> alan i don't know what kind of a person whoa, you whoa, think whoa, you are down. He's standing up, blocking up. the stage. Hey, sit down. Look, sit down. Sit. I, I just want to tell him I don't sit. like it. Dude, what a dramatic piece of shit. God, this guy is such a fucking fourth grader. He really is. I, dude, I mean, oh, God damn it. This is uncomfortable. Down. I'm, a, I, I'm afraid hear, of him. Sit. I hear Okay, so this has gone from I'm standing up, telling him that I don't know what kind of man he thinks he is, to... Listen to how dramatic. Oh, God, this yeah. guy's so fucking hateable. Down. I'm, a, I, I'm afraid of sit. him. I hear it all. Down. He, has a he said, I'm afraid of him. Gun. I'm afraid of him. But then listen to this part. Sit. I hear it all. Down. He has a gun. Sit. <laughs> <laughs> he has a gun. Wait, have you not seen this yet? No, I have. Oh, dude, this is the best part right here. Down. He does have a gun. Can you have him searched? Can you have him searched? <laughs> like he's going to murder you on the Dr. <laughs> Phil program. You guys live in the same city. If he wanted you dead, he would have done it by now. So like, what is this, Joker? He's not going to come out here and murder a person on TV. 
Hi, Dr. Phil. How you doing? Have a seat. Good. How, how, how could you not laugh? And then, so sorry, funny. I don't want to skip ahead, but, and then this guy, a- a- Alan, is that his name? Yeah. Alan's a piece of shit, too. Yeah, no, he's <laughs> not Fucking good. insane. Yeah. Probably cr- the least hateable person. I, dude, we, do, we do much. not have a protagonist. There's in this entire- no protagonist. When you're rooting for Dr. Phil, you know that's how you know it's a good fucking episode. Yeah. Because you're like. <laughs> that's so true. Crazy. <laughs> Hold on. You're funny, huh? You think you're really funny? No, I'm being really serious. Well, I, I hear uh, everything that's on. gone on hold so on. far. Oh, Dr. Alan's trying to play to the crowd now. Yeah. Dr. Phil's like, okay, enough of this, Misha Goss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, wait. Is all shalom. Thank on. you for coming on. <laughs> hold on. You're disgusting and a despicable human being. You shouldn't be an elder in a synagogue. You're no good. You're a liar. You invaded my life with salad. You're ordained. I think Palestinian. They ordained you. That's a low Stop. blow. Stop. How you doing? Good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> He's like, hi. Dr. Phil. Because <laughs> I'll chew. He's like, I uh, tell you. My car broke down. <laughs> I love your Jewish. I don't know. I, 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 always, for I sure. always go way too Middle Eastern Jew or way too New Yorker Jew. That sounded I don't have Russian kind of. Was it Russian yeah. Jew? Oh, man. You saw Fiddler on the Roof maybe? Yeah. yeah maybe. No, I would never watch a it's fucking like, musical. Uh, how is it? <laughs> it's just he's like, what are these chairs made of? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, I promise not to act like a jerk. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna act like some schmeckle on your TV show, Doctor Phil. <laughs> I'm not gonna be like this putz over yeah. here. Hey, Maybe this guy's too. really sick, and he's and he, and he has no idea how sick he is. You, you said on your t- dude, they are like subtly complimenting each other. It's so yeah. sick, they're, dude. They're they're complimenting sick. each other in like in skater kid ways. <laughs> he's sick. He's like, He's like, oh, you think you're real tight, aren't you? This guy's real tight, Dr. Phil. This guy's real tight. Like he just did a tray flip yeah. over <laughs> some stairs. Yeah, why don't you do a flip then, huh? Tape. I helped her under the guise of a counselor. That's true. Do you do counseling at the synagogue? Well, in the synagogue and out of the synagogue. In and out, if you know what Ooh, I mean, Dr. Hey, oh. <laughs> hey, let's just say this this in, rabbi I go out, this I go rabbi in. makes house calls, huh? <laughs> well, I'm not educated in it. I've learned by the school of hard knocks, and I have a religious background. And you know, I've been married before, so I know what relationships are and what they take to work. Mm-hmm. And so you say, wait, how? If you've been, unless his wife died. How have you been married before and know, know what they take to make them work? <laughs> That's a very good point. You're the second highest holy person in the synagogue. He's just saying his the- credits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's the second highest. He just blazed everything. <laughs> Rabbi. Well, we go back and forth of who's the holier. <laughs> oh, dude, I got to get up and walk. Who's, I've never uh, seen a line bomb so hard on Dr. Phil. How are you? Dude, gonna- oh, he's trying to be all cheeky. Oh, uh, it makes me so fucking cringe. so cringy. And uh, how are you going to be the first Jewish person person sitting in that chair in Dr. Phil history and not be funny? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's all, you got to see my screenplays, Dr. Yeah. Phil. I promise they're great. He's like, I should have had the rabbi write these for me. <laughs> well, we go back and forth of. Who's the holier? Oh, no. That's actually what me and Parker say to each other before every episode. <laughs> <laughs> we, go, we go back and forth on who's holier. Yeah. Well, he... Oh, dude, look at... And, 
And then fucking Charles looks at the crowd like, womp, womp. Yeah. Kate it in it. I've got it through Bloodline. I'm a little puzzled. Does the synagogue ha- have any issues with you getting romantically involved with somebody you're counseling? Well, that's where the story goes a little bit wrong. It started off as counseling, and then it became so much personal knowledge and involvement that I even flat out told her, I am not your counselor anymore. That's not how that works. You, well, it's how it did work. You, you, <laughs> oh. you meet her, and she's vulnerable and opens up to you, and you're in a position of a... Th- He's like, perfect game plan, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yep, yep, yeah. exactly. Man, he's kind of predatory. I'm surprised he's more of a rabbi, not a priest. Ooh, <laughs> zinger. And she discloses all of these things to you, and based on that, you form a romantic relationship with her. Well, That's it's a, well, it's a, called it's unethical. A, well, no, it's, no, because it... Be, Don't tell me, yes, no. it is unethical. Take your turn. Um, it's it's called being a friendship that ended up becoming a closeness. You crossed the line with her, dude. I'm sure. <laughs> oh god, dude! Line. It's like a fucking bad Point Break remake. Were, yeah. The other members of the synagogue there would like to know that they can have their wives or daughters go to counselors there and. That maybe they get flipped into a romantic relationship. Well, you kind of got I mean, that is like problematic or whatever. But it's mm-hmm. like they are like of the same age. <laughs> like they, they do. Yeah, like but I think that on I think that Doctor Phil and incorrectly so is looking at this from the standpoint of like I'm a real doctor, so I have to tell everybody that. Mm-hmm. It's wrong to do this if you consider yourself a counselor, which is true. Like, if you have a friend who's confiding relationship information in you, yeah, and don't. then she's like, "Yeah, but the sex was really good." You can't be like, "Tell me more about the sex." <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's creepy. Wrong. No, he doesn't. She's she's the only person I've had any kind You're of. You're a scumbag. Let's face it. And who were you when you met me, vulnerable single mother? Literally. Okay, so your question to me was, how do you get her away from him? Well, and a little misspoken there. I don't say that she has to be with me. She's got free will. I just think she should be. <laughs> I love that. She's got free will. Yeah, but I mean, look at me, Dr. Phil. I mean, yeah. any, any woman who's not coming with me must be gay. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a rabbi. What can I say? Out of this abusive, terrible, you know, home. But you're in love with her. I think so. <laughs> I think so. I love that rant. Yeah, maybe. God, this guy, but oh my God, dude. I, I think I like Charles more than I like Alan. But here's the yeah, clip where we really get into it. Dr. Phil has guest escorted off stage. Now, at home, I want you to take a second to really think about who do you think it is. Just make a guess to yourself, and then we'll watch the clip. You ready? All right, cool. Let's get into the clip. <laughs> I want to add Dora thing, yeah. right? There. Mm-hmm. It was a Blues Clues. Coach Mike Bear to the conversation. Uh, my- Never a bad time uh, to bring in Coach Mike Bear. Gross. Hey, look, I just shaved uh, six days ago. <laughs> Mike is a personal development coach. He's CEO of Cast Centers, which he founded more than 10 years ago. 
with the goal of improving, expanding, and enhancing people's life's experiences. Now, Coach Mike has joined the Dr. Phil team as a regular contributor, and he sits on the Dr. Phil advisory. Oh, yeah, right, we know. So, <laughs> it's like, all right, so this guy, like, hates Jesus or something? What, what's going on? What a fucking nerd. <laughs> I bet none of these guys even ever played football. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> when Jesus helped win the, win yeah. the Super Bowl in 2011, yeah. that's when I gave my life to him. <laughs> Yeah, I bet these guys know how to type. <laughs> <laughs> board as well uh mike you've been listening to this whole thing so far what what are you hearing uh i heard choke a woman <laughs> <laughs> i think for charles you're you you say you're a man of faith you believe in god yes sir. um and i feel like the universe higher power is all communicating to you that this is not the right fit I do love her, though, and I wish that I could do something to change to have her in my life. I've wanted to grow old with her. Well, I've got bad news. You're already 60. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. I really did, but I don't know what else to do. I just want help now. Okay, you, hold on. Stop. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. You are being in a... He's talking to Alan. Yes. The boyfriend. Appropriate. And I am not going to have you here mocking this situation. Yeah. So I'm going to have to ask you. Get that to smile off your face. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Phil's like, look, I've been around the Jew for long enough. Get him off my stage. <laughs> Joint sitting in the chair right down there where he came from. Uh, this is actually the, the Battle of Gettysburg of the War on Christmas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just laughing that's at not No. You are. You are going to sit down over there and listen to this guy kvetch, okay? You're going to do it. Okay, He's going to go kvetch out. his little heart out, and you're going to sit there and take it. The back door, either one. Right. You just be, take your choice. I want your help, Mike. I want some help. Go ahead, Mike. You have to let her go. He's all... <laughs> I don't like looking at a grown man crying. Can you <laughs> You're a fucking pussy, dude. I'll say that right now. Okay. Have you ever even bench pressed? He said, what I would do is buy my new vitamin supplements. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got a book out. Uh, I don't know what it says in it because I can't read. But, <laughs> but someone wrote it and they put my name on it. So read that. I don't have to like it, do I? Not right now, anyway. I don't like Dude, he fucking he talks <laughs> he talks like a fucking Broadway play, dude. He really does. He says you gotta leave her, and then his response is I don't have to like it, do I? <laughs> <laughs> Not right now anyway. I don't like a lot of things that I have to do. You don't either, right? Right. But this is this is not working. No, right, so, no, so you're first hearing that. I just don't know where to go. I like I'm gonna to help, help you. We're okay. gonna help you. Thank you, thank We're you, help Jesus. You. Okay, right. I said I was going to help you, a cunt, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, all right, piece of shit. The best part of this episode, though, is that, holy shit, dude, like, I've never seen someone get helped less on this show, probably. Yeah, we'll, well see. yeah. Look, he, he's telling you the truth. The dysfunction involved in this situation is... You, you don't know whether you want her in your life or you don't because it has been so dysfunctional. Uh, this relationship between the two of you is so inappropriate. Yeah, there is no it's, relationship. Well, that was just I, talking. I hope, I hope. What? So now she's saying she has no relationship with Alan. 
at, That's at right. dinner. Uh, well, he invited me to dinner to you talk. Know, this, but this, I don't feel anything this, for him that way. Damn, Alan oh. is just having a rough yeah, fucking five minutes here, dude. Jesus. For a second, he was the in the lead. Yeah. <laughs> for the gal, he was on the Doctor Phil program, and now he's sitting in the fucking studio audience, hearing that he has no shot. Smug judgmental. Nice this smug ju judgmental approach here. No, I didn't. If your yes, if your synagogue is comfortable with what's happening here, I'm going to be the most. <laughs> if your synagogue is what's comfortable here, well, I hope it gets burned down. <laughs> <laughs> Shock guy on the planet, my friend, because I'm going to have that conversation with your rabbi, and I'm going to find out if that's what he said. And, and <laughs> what the rabbi's just like, we always fuck each other. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's the big deal? Yeah. You find yourself a position of power? You use it over someone? They fuck you. Okay. What's wrong? <laughs> My Jew is bad, but yours is just Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> or is Bernie Sanders my Jew? <laughs> for, you, for you to have that connection and then it go on uh, to something else is inappropriate. At a vulnerable time, you need to be dealing with someone that has your agenda and your agenda only. I agree. Not the Jew on, agenda. Not, yeah. <laughs> or the gay agenda while I'm at it. The Mexican agenda. We'll, we'll cover all the agendas I'm worried about. Agenda. I agree. So I'm going to provide you a professional yes. that will deal with you independently. Okay? Somebody that will deal with you independently so you're not His in a tug of war. Jesus. Between <laughs> somebody that's running their own agenda. And Mike is God. Can he stop saying agenda? Yeah, telling you. Uh, uh, look, he's telling you the universe is sending you signals here. You've been together twelve years. You've had sex once. That's not intimacy. That's not a relationship that's based on mutual trust and intimacy. She's left you nineteen times. You've gotten so frustrated that you've aggressed against her. That's inappropriate. And there's got to be a different way to go about this. And if you're ever going to be together, it's going to be from a position of strength, not weakness. Well, that's that. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Should we should we watch the next clip? Yeah. I don't know if it really it's well. important. I mean, we're, we're pretty long on time right oh. now. Um, yeah, let's let's watch it. It's, it's just mostly repeating because it's after they kicked him off. I think that that was the end. We might have to cut this out. What do you see that he needs to do at this point? Oh, no. This is new. Okay. <laughs> uh, the next clip is Coach Mike Bear offers advice to men oh, coming yeah, to yeah. terms at yeah. the this end of his marriage. I, I think Charles and Sally both need some coaching, if I could say. Oh, you both need the same solution. You need to stop blaming each other. You, start, you both need to start looking inside because... Uh, unless you have some interest in how do you improve your own life and stop blaming each other, no. Dude, oh I cannot. God. I cannot stop thinking about having sex one time in twelve years. <laughs> really? Bec yeah, because I have so many questions now. Was it like first date? Yeah, true. Because that is a through? motherfucker. Yeah, or was it like recently? <laughs> it's the halftime show. Like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, six years in. Yeah, she's like, okay, fine. Yeah, nothing's going to happen. Right before they got on stage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Like, is it like, and how does that? Oh. Is it natural? Is that an organic thing <laughs> where she's just like all hot and bothered and wants to finally fuck him? Or is it like 
years of negging turn into like fine yeah true i'm so curious i also can't stand mike bear just everything is like word soup like it literally means nothing and it's so annoying yeah no i mean that's yeah that's his whole thing happen and we need to stop blaming other people Mm -hmm. you can't be a victim and be empowered at the same time Mm -hmm. and you need to get empowered in your own life and that's why it's so great that Dr. Phil is providing a solution for you so you can find your light, you can find that empowerment, and you can stop living in chaos. For Charles, we need a huge reboot. Yes, sir. We need you to take action. I'm ready. And the first action is going to be, in my suggestion, because I'm just following also the universe, and okay. what, what's kind of going on is... What? That's not what a... Uh, what? Uh, just <laughs> hold on, let's let him talk. We need to end this relationship until you're in a place where you're showing up like the man you need to be. That's not bad. That's, That's actually not I bad want. advice. I mean, it could have been worded. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't need to take a minute and seven so seconds to though, say. But, yeah. but I really want that. So you're willing to do that? I'm willing to do that. I'm willing Because I don't want to be a bully. I don't want to be a, an abuser. I don't want to be all that craziness that I've turned into. I want to be somebody good and great one day. God damn it. I hate him so much, dude. <laughs> By the way, real tragic that Philip Seymour Hoffman died before he could play this guy in a biopic. <laughs> okay, so I'll you're give gonna... everything I got to whatever program you got, Mike. Okay. And there's gonna be there's gonna be guidelines, and we're gonna have to follow this in the sense of exploring, you know, your social life, your personal life, your health. Yes. Your... Dude, I can do a good impression of this guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's all I want. I just want to be free. Employment, <laughs> yeah. your relationships, your spirituality, and really develop a plan for you. Okay. So you have a new roadmap. That's fine. I'm ready for all a right. new life. God damn right, it. So look, Chill out, man. Here's the deal. You've been in a relationship for 12 years. It's not even a relationship. Come on. You're not banging? <laughs> Are you kidding me? You call that a relationship and you're not fucking? <laughs> He's like, Mike and I get pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Mike tag team bitches, okay? (laughs) You need Robin (laughs) Fear. We tag team Robin. Damn it. Uh. (laughs) Get yourself under control. The first thing Mike said when he when he was studying you, he said, I can tell he's not in a good relationship with himself because he doesn't even take care of himself. Right. You got (laughs) Dude, what a fucking mean thing. Yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, he he's abusing his wife physically like yeah he is fat like, <laughs> what a fat yeah. loser <laughs> what do you think we should get for this guy anger management classes uh, how about Nutrisystem <laughs> how about slim fast you gotta get yourself under control and you have to do the same thing yes. you have been battered you have been really worn to a frazzle since I was a little girl <laughs> oh yeah that's a great hey, way. Hey, Doctor f- Phil, making an educated guess, just looking at her. Next time I uh, I want to like choke a girl during sex, I'm gonna say, "Hey, want me to frazzle you?" <laughs> How about I use you to a frazzle? <laughs> That's what he said, dude. Listen, been really worn to a frazzle. Oh, worn to a frazzle. What a mean way to talk about a woman. That's what I'm saying. The whole way along, <laughs> he made you period inside and out. <laughs> You need tending to. You need tending to. You deserve to be tended to. You deserve someone to truly take care of you. 
to give you a chance to actually heal some wounds in yourself. Will and, you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> and you. give yourself an opportunity to be everything that you can be to Zach and to yourself. Wait, who the fuck is Zach? Uh, probably the husband. No, that's Charles. Or, um, wait, yeah, sorry, not the husband. Maybe um, your son? That's probably your son. Yeah, man. That's no got to be your son. Name. Mike, I want you to set up with him and get a life coach. I want to get a nutritionist. I want to get an See, exercise physiologist. This is the worst help no, because when they do the when they come back to the show, I mean, we know. I'm just gonna pull it up because this clip's over. But uh, but it's like I'm gonna give him a a life coach and a nutritionist. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's bad. But it it ended up like uh, it like ended up being like helpful. Like they're still together. Which one is it? I, I don't know. But then again, they can probably just pretend everything's all right. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I just don't. But like, I think that relate people in relationships can change, but it's very unlikely that it'll happen. You know? No, I agree with you. Uh, but I mean, you have to have some kind of faith because like you can't just go into it like just completely, you know negative about people to i mean people change so often especially at our age not at their age they're old as shit so yeah exactly they're gonna be the same forever but people our age like shit changes so quickly dude like who knows yeah but i mean it's rare though i don't think it's a, you know yeah i mean you're not wrong there but um sorry i'm trying to find the video right now because if i remember correctly oh yeah see there they are which episode which which video leads into that Um. Yeah, he proposed on Doctor Phil. Where he was the guy who proposed. Yeah, that's the remember in the one the three thousandth episode. Wait, so they weren't already married? No, because she's married to another man, or oh, they got divorced, or so something. Wasn't that Zach? Then I don't. Hold on, let me see. Here we go. Um. Yeah, right here. The question is, how are your favorite and most memorable guests doing? Well, today. Charles completely changed his behavior. Can you believe it? I am so happy. Yes. Well, I'm having a little hard time believing it, actually. Uh, well, after the show, um, I realized my self-worth. Robin really said some beautiful things that made me realize that I deserve better. Girl, Thank you, you really helped me. Your words of wisdom. Thank you. Like that they really touched my horrible. heart. <laughs> they went to the on-site program with me where I was so willing and hungry to make change in oh, boy probably don't say hungry there but <laughs> my life thank you dr phil well you've taken better care of yourself as well because since you were here you've lost 57 pounds and i, I got you working with robert reams yes uh, okay they're showing a before and after neither of which are flattering <laughs> uh who's a trainer he hey, way more politician charles uh -huh. is there anything else that you still need my help with yes dr phil i think you're uh holding something of mine i am uh Wow. Oh, God, this is so fucking orchestrated. She's, like, not even reacting. Sally? What if he dropped the ring? Uh, I would like to marry you. Uh, what if he dropped the ring? He's just like, oh, my God. He's all, ah, ah, <laughs> It's like my own personal Pearl Harbor. <laughs>
Um, all right, that's the episode from us. Parker, what do you got going on? Where, where can people find you? Um, nothing wrong right now, but yeah, follow me Twitter, Instagram at Parker the Newman. Cool. Um, I'm on. You don't have any dates? No dates to plug? No, not really right now. Okay. Um, geez, well that puts a lot of pressure on me. Uh, <laughs> follow me on. Like Inst- I got a good ten minutes. <laughs> uh, follow me on Instagram at Drew Absher is dumb. On Twitter at Drew Absher. Um, follow the podcast social media at Fill My Heart Pod. Yes. Um, the only stuff I really want to plug right now, uh, January 3rd, I've got camp here at Stab Comedy Theater at 9 o'clock. Come out to that storytelling show. Got some really funny people on it. Um, and then January 11th, big show. We're doing the one-year anniversary show. Our, the one-year anniversary is actually Saturday the 28th. But, um, uh, yeah, but we're going to be – we're doing the the – one year anniversary show on the 11th we're gonna have a bunch of your guys's favorite guests back in in inside stab and they're gonna be on the mic making jokes with us um so come on out to that it's gonna be a good time uh it's gonna be a nice little hang um yeah and then uh i think that's it for me the other thing is if you can't make it out on january 11th stab comedy theater on facebook is live streaming every show here which is amazing that's such a uh, such a revolutionary idea um if there's a show that you want to watch but you can't make it out to you can watch it live in your living room uh it's genius jesse and john are um really taking steps with stab so come on out and support buy a beer um come see a live show it's a good time yeah this uh this song it's very funny I I went out to it on this Hanukkah show I did, and I didn't even, like, I just liked the song, and I fucking love the drums. Like, I've been obsessed with the band. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I was accidentally super racist. Yeah. It's, it's called, called money. money. Yeah. And you opened our show with it. <laughs> yes. Anyway, we're going to go out with the less problematic song, everybody. Oh, you. Oh, well, you dude. sang it on the show. I cannot. Uh, everybody, rest in peace, Chester Bennington, Lincoln Park. Have a good one. <laughs>